Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with the mind, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like that? Here we go. Well, it's time. I would like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. We hear each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Well, yes, needless to say, there's so much to talk about. It's unreal. Some things we have already heard about when they were hidden things that caught doing things that cause these things to happen. See, we have to understand there were some laws passed by and pushed by certain officials in Austin, the governor, lieutenant governor, and all others, uh, Republican officials pushed to get it passed where anyone from 18 and above can buy firearms. Uh, they could buy them without, uh, you know, uh, back checks to find out the criminal records of uh, people if they have any and to see who's eligible and who's not eligible. They didn't want a waiting period. They just want people to go and pick up a gun and, and get it. And the nerve of this governor I'm talking about Abbott. To get up there and talking about he's sorry. He's not sorry. Yeah, he's sorry, all right. But he gets up and acts as if he's so hurt and he's so upset over there. He caused it. He should have been up to down on his knees thanking God that it wasn't him because he caused it. He caused those 19 children and two adults, two teachers. Really, you can call, it should be, uh, 22 people died from this thing because one of the teacher's husbands, he died over heartbreak. His wife was killed. And he, Abbott just decides he wants to control something and do something and they thought they were doing something smart. I talked about it here on this program. When they passed these crazy laws that would give uh, youngsters, give people, criminals, uh, uh, weapons and sell them to them without a criminal background check. When they did this, oh, they were so happy. They were so happy. They, yes, they're going we're going to obey the Second Amendment, the First Amendment. Everybody's going to have, they're going to have a right to their gun. This is utterly ridiculous. Any idiot knew better than that. But what I can't understand, why do people who are supposed to have good sense, why do you vote for these people? Why do you vote for people that's destroying your democracy. Why do you vote for them? What's behind this? What's behind voting for someone like Abbott? What's behind it? Someone call in and tell me what do you think is behind this? Why would they vote for someone so lame? 
And he's lame in more than just his legs. He's lame in his head. You know, why would we vote for people? Even the clown that's got three felonies against him. You got people that voted for this guy and he's still running. What kind of mess is this? These uh, have people gotten so desperate and all of this, I hate, to, I hate to say it, but it stems from Trump. Trump ignited a racist atmosphere, ignited a torch of racism in America, and is just running wild, running crazy. It'll be something, if it's not curtailed, that will destroy America. It will destroy America. Yes. It's just that bad. And when we see what's going on, and we hear what's going on, we ought to be able to observe that every Trump voter on it's somewhat to be blamed for the murder of these children. Y'all know this man was deranged. You know he's gone crazy. You know this man is just out of his mind talking about he won the election. Y'all know that man's crazy. And, uh, why would we still vote for people like that. Why would people vote for someone like this? I, I'm really, uh, yeah, I'm not going to pull any punches. No. Just going to just throw the punches and let it go. This is ridiculous. What's going on? It's ridiculous what's going on in America. And believe me, I know this will not be the last one. This will not be the last one. As long as we got people in America that vote for these right-wing hate mongers, it's going to be this way. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. All righty, who do we have? Good morning, and uh, we have a caller. I couldn't hear his name, but he's on right now. All right. Good morning. You're on the air, sir. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. You yeah. you, you were saying while you were saying while ago who would vote for these uh, for Greg Abbott and those type of people? Yes. If you if you look at what happened when Beto ran against that Moron Cruz. Most of most of those votes that vote for for Cruz is people who live out in, in, in rural areas, East Texas, uh, Wichita Falls, Vernon, Amarillo, and all that. The whole two eighty seven, uh, West Texas, out ten and twenty, way out in the middle of nowhere. Those are the type of jackasses that vote for those folks. Those folks out there, they have no idea, none, what's going on. And not only that, they don't understand that those folks are voting for Republicans is not doing them no good. And I, I bet you if you check, 
you'll find out most of them, not all of them, but most of them live in those rural areas. They are on more government assistance than anybody. They are dirt poor. But those jackasses continue to vote for people like Cruz and and, 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 and Abbott and all these clowns thinking that these people are really doing something for them. Well, well, but when you look at this whole thing, all right, you have uh, six counties in Texas. Well, these major populations are, if those six counties, all the rest of the state can vote the way they want to vote. But it's enough people in those six counties to sway any election. A lot of those people you're talking about live in the big city, too. A lot of those with that mentality, thinking they're getting somewhere with the Republicans, are uh, uh, in the city and struggling. And then when we, when we look at this thing and look at how it's going, we find this, this, this type of ignorance everywhere. Not just in the rural areas, but all over think, the state. I think you're right to a certain degree. But, 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 but like I said, when Vito ran that last time, he only lost by very little. And where he lost was basically, he lost in, the, in those rural areas. Don't no, you know what? Believe it or not, you know where, where uh, the Republicans are keeping uh, uh, Texas red? You know who's doing it? I've looked at the polls. I mean, I've looked at the polls from Congress. Hispanics. Hispanics, are, believe it or not, but Hispanics are heavy, are heavy Republicans. Huh? Ain't that men vote no way. They don't vote that heavy no way. Yeah, they do. All along the border and the border towns and all that, all that went red. That's what pushed Texas over and kept it in the red column. Was Hispanics. It wasn't just the rule. It wasn't just the rule. Believe me, a lot of them here in Dallas County, Tarrant County, uh, Harris County, Travis County, you know, uh, these big Bear County, these these big counties. If those counties, they carry whatever way those counties go, that's the way the whole state go. Because that's where the bulk of the people in Texas live. Yeah, well, that's true there. That's, that's, but I, I find that one hard. I don't think Hispanics, they don't have no love. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they do, too. They're getting to the point where they are. Now, I know what you're saying. A lot of them are illegal in them, but it's a lot of them that are legal, and they vote Republican very heavy. Nobody talks about that much, but, but the thing about it, it is happening. Sad but true. Yeah. Okay. I thank you for your call. All, All right. right. Uh, uh-huh. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Y'all are calling. Y'all got him fooled. Everything is calling. He's taking a call right now. But let me say this. A lot of people vote against their own self-interest just to hurt somebody else. Believe me, they vote against their own self-interest just to get somebody else. They'd rather be down with you than up with you. 
All righty, Pierre, who do we have? We have a MW on the line three. NW? MW, yeah. All right. Good morning, MW. Is he there? Yes. Good morning, MW. Hello? Good morning. Good morning. This is not MW. Uh, uh, who am I speaking with? Hello? You cut her off. Right. MW is on uh, line three, yes. Line three, MW. Can you, can you hear me, Pastor? Yes, go right ahead. Uh -huh. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? You, you are, I'm fine in yourself. Uh, happy holiday coming up and everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm blessed. But uh, just to let you know, you are absolutely right. Oh, yeah. Hispanics are the ones that vote Republic because, I mean, during the election when Biden was uh, going against Trump, they was looking at Florida and Texas. Mm -hmm. They had a lot of Texans and a lot of Florence because you had uh, uh, Cubans and Puerto Ricans and everything down in Florida. Mm -hmm. They voted for, uh, for Trump. Mm -hmm. And then I just went and voted for this last uh, election here that we had for <clears throat> Hamilton and uh, these uh, these other people that was on the election ballot mm -hmm. recently. Uh, I did early voting. Mm -hmm. And uh, just so happened uh, something was red flagged for us. My birthday with this lady that was there, she said, I want to talk to you after I leave here because your birthday bring back some memories for me. She, mm -hmm. she went outside because she was a part of the election committee. She said, you would not believe how many black people is coming in here voting Republican. Hmm? And then, besides that, she say, it's, it's, it's tons and tons of white, black, Hispanic coming in here voting Republican. We don't even have that many Democrats that have been coming in here to vote. And I was looking at the election of uh, ballot the other night when they had the finals. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the name of uh, the, the, the crook that you're saying had the, the criminal uh, 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 is, it, is it Paxton yeah Ken Paxton mm -hmm. him and Bush if you put total her tally out those cats almost had a million votes when because one of them had 600 and some thousand and the other oh, one had yeah. uh, sure. 300 and some and then if you look at Hamilton and Crockett those females one had 11,000 and the other had 17,000 <laughs> this is ridiculous man yeah but now, uh, what what is it uh, about that? Uh, where is this precinct? The precinct that I, I go to, yeah, is uh, uh, can you say it? I can't. You wouldn't ask me. I'd have been able to tell you right off the top. But I voted early, and my oh, precinct is right there, uh, the borderline of uh, Seagullville and the Oak Cliff area, right there, Dallas. Yeah, I'm over there from Tennell Atkins uh, area, that area there. I can't even, it's right on the top of my head, but I can't even come up with it. Yes, but another thing I wanted to bring to your attention is mm -hmm. that I'm sitting here, we just had these people in Washington protesting. Hey, why y'all want to want to stop these women from having, you know, abortion? That's their bodies and everything. But like you said, that, that um, Corn and Albert and all those guys there, it, when 19 came, you say, oh, here I am. I'm voting for the Second Amendment right. I'm voting for the Second Amendment right. But you can't even sign a dotted line for people to be red flagged for guns and, 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 and all of this here stuff mm -hmm. that they're doing for us to keep these people from shooting up the schools. It's like I was looking at a special report. They said back in 1996, they had a mass shooting over in England. 
After they had that mass shooting, they went and voted, and they they uh, uh, committee and stuff. All that the and everything. They mm-hmm. went in, they voted out. We red flag and everything. You haven't had a, a, a massive shooting in those other countries nope. since they did they vote. But it's only in America they see. And I, I'm gonna let you go there. And I'm gonna listen to you some more crap on that. But it's ridiculous how we can't get our behinds out here and go vote and get these people that supposed to be out of here. Yeah, it's it, it's pathetic. Oh, but I thank you. Talking about guns don't kill people. Talking yeah. about guns don't kill people. Yeah. Got right. your mind. Well, well, you have to understand what's behind all of this. You know, you you, you got to be 21 years old to get alcohol, but you can be 18 years old to get a gun? Really? Yeah. Well, you have to understand what's behind this. Who do you think they're buying those guns for? You know who they buying them for. I know who, too. They're not buying buying them for the Chinese or whoever. They they try to pretend they're enemies. They're not buying those guns for them. Hello. No, no. Who they buying them for? I'm up against a short break, huh? Uh Uh-huh. All right. And you can call me at 214. I'm sorry. You can call me at 972-647-1893. All right. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? It's I'm gonna kick it with the line, y'all know. Here we go. All right, we're back, we're back. And you can reach us at 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we have on the line? Uh, Bill is on our line two. All right, good morning, Bill. Yep. Hello, Bill. Good. Yes, good morning, Pastor Barnett. Hey, how are you? Okay, sir, uh... Uh, you hit the you hit the nail on the head, Pastor Barnett. It's all about racism, Pastor Barnett. That's why they won't pass any 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 any. any they sacrifice no, they sacrifice children or whatever just to to keep their the Republicans to keep their agenda mm-hmm. alive and whatnot. It, it's just that, that it boils down just plain as that. And uh, I'm I'm explaining myself, and I can honestly say I've never been Republican. I never will be Republican. I'll be an independent more than anything else, but still. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm I'm not shocked and I'm not surprised because fellow Hispanics that I've talked to, whatever, from time to time, right? I run into them. Mm-hmm. Well, I run into my people, of course, and I, I cannot believe. And I always get in an argument with them, whatever, that they support, you know, the Republican Party, Trump, and all. You know, yeah. I just can't believe it. I said he hates you. You're not going to be part of them. He hates you. Yeah. He's, he's racist. They're racist. They hate you. Mm-hmm. But you know. It's just that that's, that's what it boils down to. And it, that, well, they're attracting by rejection. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... They reject them and they all want to be with you so bad, they'll do anything. Yeah. Hmm. Anything. You know, instead of instead of sticking, you know, instead of, you know, supporting their, 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 their yeah, black brothers and sisters, you know, that have mm-hmm. always fought for them, fought yeah. for us, you know, and gave, gave us rights and whatnot that we didn't fight for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, and, and sacrifice ourselves. Well, not for us. That's who we should appreciate. That's who we should look up to. That's who we should support. But anyway, Pastor Barnett, mm-hmm. I thought I'd let you It's really a shame about, you know, how, how can you buy a, a, an assault rifle, uh, you know, at 18 years old or any for any assault rifle whatsoever, you know, in this country. Well, but, what, what do anybody need with an assault rifle? Uh, I've hunted all my life. I come from a small town. At night, I used to hunt all night long, go into the woods. 
Right. When you, right. you didn't need a, an assault rifle, I, what do you need an assault rifle other than to kill human beings? That's, that's, that's all. That's all they're good for, and they don't want to pass a law to do a background no. check on people that's purchasing these weapons, and and they just can't shouldn't be able to get that that license in one day. It should take for them to do a federal check. They believe that. Most 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 people that own these believe that's a lie. That what well, I call it a white lie. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That they're, they're coming after them and their children and their wives. So let's own as many assault rifles and many as as much ammunition and and, and weaponry we can to defend ourselves one day. But you yeah. know what? They're defending ourselves against us. Yeah. You and me. Mm-hmm. You know everybody. You know that that's why they buy them. That's why they permit their children, their own children, to die so they can own this kind of uh, weapons and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't really care. And you know I I feel pity for them. I feel pity for them because one day they will have to stand in front of their maker and answer for all these decisions that they've made and all this blood they have on their hands. And they yeah. will. All righty. Anyway, thank you, Pastor. Thank you. The clear line, 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we have? And we have uh, Mr. T on uh, line two. Mr. T? Yeah. All righty. Good, good morning, Mr. T. Greetings and grand rising to you, sir. How you doing? Fine. How are you? Doing good. Uh, great call. Uh, great show about this. Uh, I guess what I want to say is my heart goes out to all of those children out there and about in the the adults of course with the situation that we're dealing with right now. My heart uh, goes out to those families. Um, I guess the reason why I'm saying this is because I understand how um, they feel. I am a parent uh, who lost a child to gun violence. Uh, he was murdered, so I I deeply feel for them. And mm-hmm. the second thing I want to say is we really need private security there. Private security would solve a whole lot of problems. Uh, a lot of people don't just don't realize that. Uh, I work security right now. I've been working security for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. And I tell people about the importance of having it and institutions, uh, institutions such as that uh, to protect children and property. So, I guess... Well, now, wait a minute. Were, were these guys... They had the... Uh, Yvaldi, uh Sheriff was, uh, I guess, uh, the police chief, was running things. They were inside the building, right outside the door where the shooter was, but they didn't enter. Why? Yeah, there's, uh, there's mixed stories about that, sir, so I really don't want to comment on exactly what people say because, of course, there's different news stations that say all kinds of things. Uh, but I do know that they need something to be more, uh, more, you know, in contact with students and teachers uh, and private security and such. That's what I do. That's what I know that we do. So I believe that that would be a, a great help again. No, no. Let, 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 let me ask you this. What do you think would have been happening had those been white children in there? What do you think would have happened? You think they would have stood outside and not entered that place? That could be. I, I do believe that. Oh, I, I ain't no way in the world that could have been white children in there and them rascals didn't storm that place and kill half that joker dead in, in seconds. Yes, I do believe that. Uh, I, I guess what I'm saying is, 
it really doesn't, it, to me, when it boils right down to it, it someone's child, someone's child, it doesn't matter who that person is or what race that is. It, it, it's the person's child, and, it, you know, and that's, life is just important. And we need to see it that way. And we protect people that way. And I believe we'll have better uh, and more, of course, positive results out of, out of all of that. That's how I see it. So, uh, again, I really don't know based on conflicting stories, uh, all stuff that could be, you know, it could have been done differently, handled differently, whatever. But I do believe that having security there all the time with cameras and such would have made a difference. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like it might have been some stupidity and cowardness in in this particular situation. And then it might go even deeper than that. Those were not white children in there. Uh, I think there's no way. They saw the guy go in the building. The guy was in the building. What, what are they saying? 60 minutes, a minute, uh, 80 seconds before he ever did any shooting. And they, they couldn't stop that man. Something is wrong. Well he, well, well, he could have because I, you know, as highly trained as we are, uh, we are first responders. We're trained to be first responders. We're trained to be there before anybody else be there. That's why. Yeah. Well, who do you work for? I work for a private security firm. I really don't want to say the name over the air, but I can give my number out if anybody wants to know about them. But that's what we do. All right. So, and so on. Yes, sir. So, uh, it's 972 356 6546 is my phone number. Um, if people want to know uh, what the private security firm is. Uh, but that's what we're trained to do. And a lot of people don't realize that private security personnel are first to respond. Before the police get there, before anybody else gets there, private security is there, sir. All right. Okay. Thank so, you. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have? Uh, brother uh, Andrew is on the line, too. Brother who? Brother Ind- uh, Andrew. Brother Andrew, all right. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Hey, good morning, Bishop and, and Reverend Barnett. How you doing this morning? Fine, how are you doing? Oh, I'm absolutely blessed. Listen, there was a song in the 70s and 80s that came out. I'm 18 with a bullet. I got my finger on the trigger, and I'm going to pull it. Now, when I heard that song, it came back to memory. It made me think about, that was just a song at the time, but now it's really reality. And it's a scary reality how people are getting guns with having no kind of training at being barely old enough to drink milk. They can get guns, and then they use them foolishly and carelessly, taking out and killing harmless children and people with these automatic weapons. Well, we got it before us, and the Republicans say, well, there's nothing we can do about them killing. That's what they're saying. There's nothing we can do. They're just going to do it anyway. We just have to live with it. Now, come on. Why did these all these shootings start since the 70s? And God knows how many children and people, period, have been killed in these mass shootings. That's four more people since then. This is utterly ridiculous. But we still got people that will 
elect these rascals. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. What does that say about this country? Oh my God. We this this is a sick country. It is. Yeah. And, uh, I love this country. I love this country. Uh, but I just can't understand, and, and it's not for me to understand. And I don't like the people, majority of the people that's running it. But the simple fact of it is, it's all about themselves. It's all about greed. It's all about money, and it's not about God. All right. I thank you. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Next is nine nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have? Uh, we have uh, Gerald on uh, line four. Gerald? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Gerald. How are you this morning? I'm well, thank you. Coming into Austin. Mm-hmm. Listening to the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm afraid of God that we never lose this station. I'm afraid of God that we keep you alone, in the West End. Oh, yeah. Bring the news to us that we can do. Mm -hmm. That we definitely Well, Brother Burnett, mm -hmm. I believe, I don't know the, 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 uh, the stat on it, but since Abbott passed that bill, haven't been more people of color been, been shot with guns? Oh, yes. That's what it was for. He lied to you and tell you it was to protect to protect yourself from who? I believe been bad to exterminate more people of color. Well, they they fixed the law where any fool could get a a, a gun. Mm -hmm. That's what all they did. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. They want these fools to kill certain people. People gotta understand when you vote these people in, vote especially Republicans. They gotta be what think change. If all they do is think of evil, not for you, not that they think of things for humanity, for the good, but it's simply for evil, man. Yes. I guarantee you, if they get the power or the voting power that they need to get back in the uh, out of power. They don't go through and spawn like a doggone, like a water fountain. They can't be turned out. People realize you got to talk to your neighbor, you got to talk to your friends, talk to everybody. And mm -hmm. Brother Brother, let me say this right quick, please. I know that uh, Congress Editor Mr. Johnson retired, but Brother Brother, we need y'all, you, Congressman uh, Johnson and other folks to get a workshop to teach us and I say us how to be able to go about in the political field and while we can I mean we need a workshop that teach us step by step we gotta start making a big difference All right. I mean not just sitting around we gotta make a big difference Thank you for taking my call. Right, thank you. Yeah, I am. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. Y'all be patient with us. All the lines are for you, but we're trying to get around to each call. Alrighty. Yes. We'll get around to each call. Get around to you. They all feel up. Uh, 
Yes. Should have brought in extra people this morning. Wow. Mm-mm. Yeah. All right. Bring me up line number two. Bring me up. Okay, two. we we have uh, Randy. Randy. All righty. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Brother Barnett. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I'm going to be short and sweet because I know you got a lot of other callers. Thomas Jefferson warned us when they signed the Declaration and the Constitution, do not country turn into what? Military-industrial complex. We are getting what we getting. More people die by the handgun than the assault weapon ever. This is just more pub. This is more sensationalizing news when we have these uh, shootings in schools or churches where a lot of people die. But more people die by the handgun in America than any assault rifle. My brother had an assault rifle, 308 FNFLA. Really nice assault rifle. We didn't buy it to try to defend ourselves against the government. He bought it because it was fun to shoot. So, people who have assault rifles are not necessarily bad people. It's the people. Why would they want an assault rifle? Who are you going to kill with an assault rifle? We didn't buy it to kill people with. He bought the assault rifle because it was fun to shoot. Fun to shoot? Yeah, we went out and target practiced it and shot, shot out the pastors, stuff like that. And then we put it up. Uh, you think you're the typical owner of assault rifle? Rifle? Yes, sir. I think I think that is. No, I don't. I don't. Because why would you want a, a one that shoot that many rounds in that fast and everything? You don't find any animals or anything else that you have, you would use that on because you would tear it apart and you wouldn't have anything to get out of that animal. So why would you need that? Those, those rifles are made specifically to kill. Those are assault rifles that's really built for the military. Yes, sir. I didn't say we used it. We didn't have any intention of going deer hunting with it. Why would you put them in it? Well, why would you put them into the public? Hello? Yeah, but we didn't have intention to go with that 308. We just used it to shoot target practice with. Well, uh, you need a solid is, rifle to sh- for target point, practice. Point is, Brother Barnett, this is a military industrial complex. Every one of us support in America, whether you're Republican or Democrat, they have come home to roost. We just sent $44 billion of weapons, bullets, guns, bombs, kinds of stuff to another nation to kill other people with. We are And those rifles that they the sent over there rifle. were assault rifles. It's not the assault rifle. It's us, Brother Barnett, the military industrial complex that we send our taxes to. It's us. Uh, you are, in other words, you're telling people to vote on taxes? Excuse me? You're telling people don't pay their taxes because they're, they're buying us... Assault rifles. Brother, pay as less taxes as you can possibly pay with taxes. Oh, like the wealthy, well. And not build any more bombs. Don't mm. build any more weapons to kill people around the world, man. We are getting what we're... 
the world. Yeah. It's not right. I'm not yeah. happy but with that, it. That don't I'm mean that, that doesn't mean we should be doing these things, but we know why. These assault rifles right. are being built. You're right. We, we know shouldn't be to do, kill human be beings. Yeah. Okay, but I, 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 I'm up against a break. I'm up against a break, and I Talk thank you, you for your call. Love All right, bye bye. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with mine, Gallo. Yo, Slim, can I kick it? Here we go. All right, we're back. We're we're back. We're back. We're back. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number to call. Who do you have on the line? Uh, we have uh, Rodney on uh, line two. Rodney? Yeah, Rodney. All right. Good morning, Rodney. Good morning, How you doing? Fine. How are you doing? Oh, great. Great. Good. I'm going to keep it short and, uh, short and sweet, Pastor Bonnet. If, uh, if these uh, lawmaking, these officials are down in Austin, if it happened to any of their kids at the private schools, there will be laws drawn up immediately immediately to stop this. If they were attacking those children in those schools, it, it, it would be stopped. I'm going to give you a prime example. Do you remember in the 90s when there was the opiate oh, uh, uh, heroin epidemic? Yes. And yeah. uh, they actually caught the guy that was crossing the border. He had it in his boot. Okay. I mean, they went that far to get him when those white kids, affluent okay. white kids, were dropping like flies, dying. So... Mm-hmm. They went and got it immediately. The guy that called. So you know, if it affects their kids, they're going to stop it immediately. But they don't care. It's affecting the other side of the tracks. Well, you're so right with that because it was a certain person's daughter OD'd on something, jumping out of a window thinking she was a bird because she had taken some LSD. Mm-hmm. And that got more publicity, and that just put LSD on the front pages every day. Do you remember who that was? No, I, I remember what it happened. Yeah. Now, this, now this way, this is back in the '60s. You may not uh, remember that. This was our link letter's daughter. That's uh, when the thing got big, big. When, as you say, the affluence. Uh, people in America's children got a hold to these uh, particular drugs and started not only uh, just going crazy, they started killing themselves. So that's when things change. But what they usually would do is something like that. They change the laws. And the reason why the laws were changed and turned on black, they used a black man to personify drug use. And his name was Lynn Bias. He was a basketball player that had been drafted number one by the Boston Celtics. And when Lynn Bias OD, that's when all hell broke loose and drugs became a big deal, a real big deal in America. Right. That. And when that Lynn Bias situation, that kicked off the war on drugs again, which is not really the war on drugs. It's never it been a war on drugs. It's a draw. Exactly. It's a war against us. It's right. no war on drugs. And and so yeah. they justified the heavy sentences for crack cocaine as opposed to powder cocaine because mm-hmm. they knew who was using. Yep. So that 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 generated everything that Ronald Reagan wanted to do at that time, and got all of his people behind him to pass those laws. But they didn't put no effort in to stop the abuse or stop it from crossing the borders. 
they put effort in just lock up, not stopping the abuse, not stopping for the coming across. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the really sad part about it. Yep. You know. That's correct. That's the way it is. Never been a war on drugs. It's war against black people. Right. And when they did that, uh, they made the sentencing for crack cocaine and cocaine and powder cocaine became something totally different. One had carried a much severer sentence. They wanted this. They wanted something like this where they could put blacks away. And uh, black people fall for it. And I, I hate it so bad that anything that these people bring into this country will grab a hold to it and use it. And it's right. for our destruction. So I, I really hate this, really hate this. But I thank you, all right? All right, thank you for your time, Pastor. Mm-hmm. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, uh, Pierre? Uh, we have um, Sylvia on the line four. Sylvia? Yes, yeah, Sylvia. All righty. Good morning, Sylvia. How are you doing, Pastor Racist? How are you? I'm fine. Uh, which God do you serve? Huh? Which God do you serve? Which, what I serve? Say it which again. Which God I, do you serve? Which God do I serve? Yes. I serve the Most High God. The creator and maker of the whole entire universe, mankind, and everything that's in the earth and on the earth and around the universe, that God. Do you serve the God that makes all races? Yes. Then why do you constantly bring up white kids? If there white kids were in there, this wouldn't happen. The white Because I'm white telling you the truth. It, it wouldn't happen like that. They would have busted well, in that room and stopped. Sure. See, a lot of kids were killed. You, you asked me a question. Are you going to answer it? Hello? There were white kids that got shot in this school shooting. Get your facts. Most of the kids there were, were Hispanic children. That was a Hispanic school. If they were killed, it was just a happenstance, being in the wrong place, wrong time. But are you trying to deny the racism that runs rampant in this country? Hello? Oh, well, she, she didn't want to talk. <laughs> I said she's back online, too. She's back online? Yes. Hello? Yes, go right ahead. Yeah, this is Jacob. This Jacob, the boxer. I was a movie team. Uh, I want to share something about myself. I was a very sick kid growing up. All I knew, I mean, I wanted to be a good boxer. And I would always go across the long hall ballroom and even by the restaurant station, the store toy, and by burning wine five, six days a week. And party five, six days a week. Drinking, women. I was killing myself. Everybody tried to stop me. I'm going to go to the jail and get ready to do the same thing. So I said, we, I said, let it go ahead on, let it get sick. If I had never got sick in boxing, I would have been homeless because I was just 23 years old. There ain't no way I was going to be able to hold down a job for 40, 50 years and get married and all that. I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't know how to survive. I, I, didn't, know, I didn't know nothing about how to, how to keep a job and nothing like that. And I got sick in boxing. 
I said, why did they make it so easy for an 18-year-old to go in and then buy an assault rifle and be out of there? They said in just a few minutes, instead of being a background check to find out where this person's been, is he insane? Does he have a criminal record? None of that. Just, just sell him the weapon. Why do you think those people in Austin who passed this this past year who passed this law? Because they were voted in. I'm not, every point that you just made was valid, but it doesn't really, uh, uh, it's not the alternate point of view to the comment that I'm making, which is that it is the people behind the web. I asked the question. Right? I asked you the question. Answer my question. It was made. You're, I mean, you're asking me a question, but I don't, I don't, it's, I feel exactly the same way you feel. And you're exactly right. They made it, it wasn't just easy, it was almost as if they put it directly in his hands. Frankly, he, they were both, people who allowed that to happen were voted into power. But I think we need to tackle the mental illness, the hatred, because for that matter, somebody could have grabbed a knife. Now, worldwide, mental illness is is in reverse. The people who usually are attacked all over the world is the mentally ill. The mentally ill don't do the attacking. Why is that? Why is it um, we try to put this on mental illness? Is is bigotry and hatred? Is that is that mental illness? Ignorance, bigotry, and hatred. Is that is that mental illness? If you're, but your 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 argument, I guess, to, to my comment, is not even. Re- I agree with everything that you said. So you're asking me to defend it when I don't defend it. I agree with everything that you just said, one thousand percent. But I believe, in addition to all those things, we need to start to tackle the hatred, the music that is promoting, murdering, annihilating, shooting in the face somebody who disagrees with you. We have to cultivate sort of the defense for that at home when children are children, that it's not okay to murder. That it's not well, you okay can't, to be You angry. can't give and to children when, you, when you're killing them off. Pardon? When ignorant laws are passed away, this these politicians did. You can't do much anything with the children because we're killing them off. I mean, you, you made a very valid point. I, I hear what you're saying. I just think it's a multi-step approach. And snatching assault rifles, which needs to be done, will not be the solution. You'll continue to see mass murders. That will not stop. Right? You cannot take the wicked. Why is America the only country on earth to do this? I'm sorry? Why is America the only country in the world that have mass murders like this? I don't know why that is. I don't. I don't have a, a comment for why that is. Oh, I, I see assault rifles. It's one of the problems. I didn't say it was the only. That's one of the problems because if you don't have those magazines that can hold so many bullets, you can't get that many shots off that fire. And, and, and secondly, I said had it been white children in there, they would have stormed that room like I don't know what. Most of those kids was killed with law enforcement standing outside the door listening to him shooting. That's sad and that's the truth. Well, that's disgusting to hear because it is the truth. 
All right. It's thank you. Hey, I'm up against a break. I thank you for your call. Thank you. I thank you for having me. Y'all can reach me at 972-647-1893. We'll be back in just a second. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back and ready for our number two of church information and open forum. And uh, we got to uh, say kudos to Dr. Dravis Edwards and his clinic right there at Marcellus in Ann Arbor in the shopping center there. Oh, that thing is beautiful and it's wonderful and it's given the people in that neighborhood health care. They accept all those uh, government uh, uh, type of, uh, you know, the programs that give you health care. They accept that they they are there waiting on our community. They got in, they're getting uh, uh, customers in there. You call them customers, I guess. Just clientele. They're getting people there. But you go by and see it for yourself. Go in and see it. You're not going to believe it. It is, it is fabulous. It's mama. It's wonderful. Dr. Drevor said to himself, Donna Yeoman's job. He and all of his staff there go by. You do have health care in that area. And the other areas, I want, I want you to call me and we want to put health care. But another thing, we got sort of in the tight here. We're going to recognize the women that there were names we took. But what I didn't realize that our Mother's Day I mean, Father's Day and Juneteenth is on the same day. Wow. I didn't realize that. And we are, I need some of you women to help me out uh, to get this thing together because we can't have, we can't have, we don't want to have an honoring of women on Father's Day. I don't want to put the fathers down like that. But we can have something that we honor women. You gotta, I didn't realize that until I was called the other day and said, hey, do you realize what you've done? <laughs> and uh, it's the first time Father's Day. I've been on Juneteenth and I guess in a pretty long time, pretty long time. I, I wasn't even thinking about Juneteenth and Father's Day the same day. So we'll, we'll get that, we'll get that. I need women to help me put this thing together. All righty. 972-647-1893. That's the number to call. Who do we have here? So we have uh, Shante on uh, line one. Shante? All righty. Good morning, Shante. Morning. Yes. Go right ahead. Okay. Well, I was calling Pastor Barnett because um, it's that was a 18-year-old black kid that went in to buy two automatic rifles like that. They wouldn't have let him. They would have stopped him in his tracks. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's hypothetical. It could have happened like that, but he uh, still... Well, uh, I feel like that they did the release of guns like that because now you? you see the younger white kids. Yeah. 
well, these younger white kids who yeah. are who are just as racist as their grandparents are. And mm. what are they doing now? They making all these racist threats and oh yes, oh yes, oh, oh the children. They've taught the children to be racist too. Yes, some people yes, try exactly. to think they haven't. Oh, but yes, they have. You go go out there in South Lake in different areas where they be writing on the wall and calling children out their names in different schools. All of them tell me about that. So, uh, no, no, we just can't uh, uh, bury our heads in the sand and pretend it don't exist. Racism is still alive and well. It is. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, yes. and I just feel like that... Uh, um, you know, with with these kids going in and they want to take out masses and groups of, of, of black people, you know, mm-hmm. that's something that I feel like that they want to do. They want to continue well, to populate their culture while they minimize our culture. Well, you have to understand Stan, which cultures are really growing and which, right. which uh, cultures are almost at a standstill. <laughs> So uh, yeah. there are so many variables that we need to uh, look at when we uh, look at this thing in its entirety. Yes. Huh? I thank you for your call. Eclipse the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? So we have someone on the line, too. I couldn't hear uh, her name because of the background noise, but she's on All right. Okay. Good morning. You on Kano N. Good morning, Pastor Burton. Good morning. I just, I just want to make a quick comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said earlier that uh, Abbott was the reason behind this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He is a murderer, and I just wish yes. that to O'Roy would start talking about this. Because well, he now, made it he, he so made a, a brief appearance at his press conference and disrupted it. I was so happy to see that because it seems like Democrats love to give those Republicans free rides and they and the Republicans is fair, just flat tearing them down. They don't say anything. They need to make sure that they do what O'Rourke do. And O'Rourke is, is running for it and uh, well, people just need to know that there's somebody on the Democratic side that actually, truly is fighting for the cause. All right. Thank you. That comes the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Um, we have uh, Ike on uh, line four. All righty. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, Rambon. Good morning, Rambon. How you doing? Fine. How you doing? I can't complain. Uh, my voice is a little dragging this morning, but uh, I like to bring up two important points. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we talk about, you know, the gun laws that were just changed, okay, one thing we have to realize, Reverend Boyd, if you go back about five years ago of what was going on, there was white folks was getting gun lights, okay, and they was buying up all the guns. We were behind the game. Once we stepped it up and started going to gun classes, which was rigorous and yeah, extensive background check, and you had to register. Because I went to a gun class that your son-in-law taught, and I was trained very well. 
So when I noticed in that class, so many black people, black women and black men in that class, mm -hmm. while well, that data goes to somebody's database, can and they looking at that. So we get yeah. ahead on the game. So now the game has to be changed because we can legally buy guns and carry them. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of black men that are getting killed are licensed gun carriers that are getting killed by the police that legally can carry a gun. Mm -hmm. So we have to we have to realize that they 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 did a reaction against our action. So now mm -hmm. let me say this before I go. Uh, we talk about the Republican Party and how tragic it is and how they uh, demonize us as mm -hmm. a people, which is true. But now there's a scripture that tells us not to uh, envy our oppressors, neither take on their weight. Now remember that we had two intelligent young black women with teachers ahead of them that ran for Congresswoman Johnson seat. And it, the race was tilted behind a press conference that our emeritus pastor, Freddie Haynes, and our beloved Ebenezer Johnson did. And they publicly lynched a young black woman to ensure that they candidate will win this race. And I think if they would let the two black women hash it out, it would have went. And I believe that uh, she would have still won. But it put a stink on us because we did what they did to Tonji Brown Jackson when she was on the Supreme Court uh, getting grilled about her background. So uh, I think we need to take a good look at this behavior from the people that's supposed to be representing us. And thank you for taking my call. All right. Thank you. Like there's a line, 972-647-1893. All right. Who do we have? Uh, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, Davis on uh, line two. All right. Good morning. You said Davis? Yeah, Davis. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Is it David? Uh, yes. Davis. Davis. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing down there? Fine. How are you doing? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm 72 years old. How old do you have to be to buy beer at a Walmart here in Nickelodeon? I think it's 21, isn't it? I think so, but I'm 72 years. I had to show ID to buy beer, so I just left it on the counter. Boy, you ought to take that as a compliment. You said me too and that's your ID? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are, are, you, are you bragging on Walmart? <laughs> Giving no, you that compliment? I'm just, I'm just wondering how old do you have to be to buy a bill? <laughs> Supposed to be 21. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she walked up there. You, you got to show, you show your driver license to buy a bill. I said, ma'am, I got to show myself. I'm 72 years old. I don't need your bill. I, go, I went to the uh, gas station and bought it. Well, you you ought to be able to buy a bill anyway, 70 years old. I know. You more know. than three times old enough <laughs> to buy a beer. Oh, well, I guess. They must obviously didn't want to sell you no beer that day. That's all that was. Yeah. 
And old high wheel, and old high wheel, yeah, he caused them kids death. Oh yeah, he caused this. I said it when he was elected. I said we need to get rid of hot wheels. Yes, he caused this. And those people who voted for him, they're causing all of this turmoil. Now, see, they have made Texas the Mississippi of the 21st century. Yeah. This is all to it. They put Texas in there just that low. It ranks just that low. When it comes to ethnicity and race problems, Texas is, uh-huh. is, is laying down with Mississippi and Alabama, old deep south. It's really coming oh, out. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we got to get rid of them if you want to get the stigma off of us. Mm-hmm. Okay, and on this, I early voted. But one had voted for it first, and then when I went back over there, uh, the day that voted, it was different people. It was different people. Yeah. What? On, the, on, the on your ballot? Yeah. Hmm. You didn't know anything about these people you voted for, or what? Nope, I don't know nothing about it, even who they were. Yes, I can hear you. Well, where's your precinct? Uh, where's your pre- what precinct you in? I'm in the, oh, I think that's, that's 32. I don't know. Where, where is it located? I'm, uh, uh, college on, on Buckner. On Buckner. East, that, what's that, East, yeah, the East Field College on Buckner. Right, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going there. Wow, you need to call in and check with people downtown. You have to do it Tuesday, Monday's a holiday. So uh, uh-huh. find out what's going on. All righty, thank you. All right, thank you, sir. Uh-huh. Nicholas line 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? Uh, we have uh, Michael, and uh, Michael is on the line four. Michael. Michael, all yeah. right. Good morning, Michael. Hey, good, good morning, young man. How are you this morning? I'm good, but I'm a young man. I listen to you all the time, but I want to put something out here right quick. Mm-hmm. I I love my people, but we, you guys have lived your time and y'all have done everything right for our young black people to make a change. If we stop TikToking, Facebooking, and get out there and vote, we can make things happen. I get very frustrated when we look for somebody else to make change for us. We cannot wait until something happens until we want to start crying. That, that's very irritating. The only thing Martin Luther King and everybody did for us is give us the ability to vote. Our black people do not vote. They only vote when it benefits them. We have to vote on every occasion mm-hmm. and stop crying. You know what, brother? I'm gonna wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold. Make sure I'm, let me make sure I'm getting you right. Stop crying yeah. about what? Yes, stop crying. Stop crying about what happened. Who's crying? Uh, when these people get in office saying, oh, why are they doing this to us? Because we not voting. We're not voting. I, I thought you we're said we, uh, I thought you said we were crying. 
No, not you, but oh, I'm talking about the, the black people who are crying because it's not going the way they want to go. What? White people don't cry when they don't get their no, way? No, no, no. Don't twist it around on me now. What I'm saying is the white people in control are happy on the government. Mm-hmm. But because we are not worrying about the small the judges, we're not voting for the judges, we're not voting for the things that matter. Are you but, talking about local elections? Yes, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You're right. We don't vote. We don't vote nearly enough in local elections, like we should. We are, we don't think they are important. They are more important than a lot of times who we have nationally. So exactly. And then when when Greg Abbott gets in office, he won again. They get mad because he makes poor decisions. Well, guess what? I guarantee you, not enough young minorities voted for this man. They don't. They don't worry about it. But, but, sir, I'm going to say this, and I love your show because I love older conversations. The only thing I'm saying is that I need the fraternity to get involved. Just don't get, don't get the education and disappear. Get involved. Make a movement. You know, a, a white guy told me this, and I was mad at first, but I had to think about it. He said the only time black people was really strong was in the 50s and the 60s. And I said, what are you talking about? Because that's when they stood together. They, they, they protested, and they protested, and they marched, and they voted. And that's when things happen. Our black people are not as strong like that no more, sir. They're not. Wait a minute. Oh, 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 hold up, young man. You hold up. I was, yes, a, I was alive and that's well right. in the 50s and 60s. I that's remember. Right. I, yeah, you can't tell me what they were like. I was there, and I was grown. Was they not in the 60s? Huh? We were more together. Uh, Here's what. Because we were forced to be together. That we had to fight first against segregation, uh, segregated schools, segregated water fountains, segregated buses. Just, you know, uh, uh, public accommodations were segregated. Everything was segregated. See, racism was easier to identify then. But now they've made it a little more subtle, which is no excuse for for us not voting as we should. But it's just a little bit more subtle now. But here in Texas, they come out and and open with racist practices, the way they're doing. These people we have here in Texas are high-fast officials in, in these offices. They are, just, they are just as bad as George Wallace, H. Ross, Burnett, Bill Bow, and all. The, right. it, it, this, this man that we have as governor now is just as bad as they are or worse. But, but how do you get in office again? Because they because no one... Our people did not come together like they're supposed to. Well, our people, vo- our, our people voted against him. But oh, no, we no, not no, the no. majority in Texas. You had two no, other no. groups to vote for him. Quite naturally, whites voted for him. And mm-hmm. Hispanics voted for him. But you know what, sir? We, let me, I say this, sir, and I'll do respect. Thank you for talking to me. But let me say this, sir. There are more young people now that are 18 years old that can vote. They're not doing it because they're too busy twerking and perking and, and doing stupid <laughs> stuff instead of paying attention to politics. Our young people don't pay attention to politics no more. Young sure. people, and young I, people, young people, for the most part, have never paid that close to politics when you're going back to 18. See, back then, in those days, you couldn't vote till you were 21. 
And so they they really didn't pay attention to it. But well, now uh, things are changing. But and you're right, our young people must must get out there and vote yeah. and recruit other young people. Now we we as seniors we are as uh, seniors over them. Are we teaching them? Are we telling nope. them about our history? What could You're happen? What we could go back to? Are we doing? You're not listening, though. You're not listening. That's the thing. Young people are not well, influenced by seniors like we were back in our days. They're only influenced by people their age now. So you guys have done your job. You guys was blessed with Martin King, Malcolm X. Y'all was blessed with them type yeah, of leaders. I wish they was alive this. today. But you know what, sir? I love they, you guys. I'm a young man. Okay. And I'm actually, I'm, a, I'm actually a police officer. And I listen to you guys all the time. And I really wish sometimes these youngsters can stop crying and crying wolf and take that first step and make a change. That's all I wish, sir. That's okay. All. Well, all I can do is tell you, get out there, see young oh, people, yeah. teach them. I try, tell them. I try every day. Tell them. Every day. What church you go to? Oh, I'm at Hillcrest Church over there in, uh, off, of Hall, uh, off of Hall Street. Hillcrest Church? Mm-hmm. Is that a white church? <laughs> no, it's not a white church. Huh? <laughs> no, it's not a white church, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I ain't heard of Hillcrest before. I thought Hillcrest was well, out in North there's Dallas. There's a Hillcrest church off of 635, but that's no longer called Hillcrest. I'm taking a little about something. You know, I was raised mm-hmm. up in the Home Project. Off of House well, House see, what you teach is through institutions. Do the better job mm-hmm. because they get the masses of people. So, uh, are you, are your church teaching young people? Our church has so many programs, not even funny. But the sad thing about it is they're not showing up. You know why? Because they're busy doing peewee football. They're busy doing... Well, uh, that's uh, what captures their fancy. And, and yeah. yeah. Look here, I'm, I've gone way over. Uh, thank you for your call and comment. We'll be right back. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it with Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. You better think about it or you won't be around. What we need is a little bit of love. Sent by one from heaven up above. Take a pity, it's simple and plain. This ain't no game, you know what I'm saying? What? Yep, yeah. Here we go. All right, we're ready to go. And 972-647-1893 is the number to get me. All right, who do we have on? Uh, we have uh, David on uh, line one now. All righty, good morning, David. David, you there? Morning, Reverend. Yes, go yeah. right ahead. Yeah, you know the uh, old biblical passage about the meek inheriting the earth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about that uh, as you were talking to uh, the previous caller, convincing him uh, to vote. I would think that the kings were terrified when uh, the people got the right to vote because that's a version of the meek inheriting the earth. Mm-hmm. That the little people can finally uh, have a say in their own lives 
and that they can actually throw out a king, they can throw out senators, they can throw out congressmen, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they can throw out the mayor and anybody else mm-hmm. uh, with their vote. And I've even been wondering, you know, in Russia, where uh, Putin is, you know, some lord dictator, uh, but he's obviously crazy. Uh, for him to be shooting uh, tank rounds into a nuclear power plant would show that he hasn't got a lick of sense and, uh, and that the local uh, health department, uh, the psychiatric uh, department of the health department, should be able to put a 5150 on him uh, mm-hmm. to, to do a mental, mental evaluation. And, uh, you know, I'm the guy that calls out in California, and uh, out here a 5150 is uh, when they can lock you up for three days for a mental evaluation. Uh And so a small agency of government, even in Russia, they've probably got a uh, health department that uh, can do a psych evaluation. Uh-huh. Putin, Putin might pretend to be Lord God, but to be shooting rounds into a nuclear power plant uh, would pretty well set him up for a thing like that. And, uh, you know, you're, you're old enough to remember when the NRA got started, you know, they used to teach Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts, uh-huh. the 4-H club. Oh, it was a good organization when it first started. Because yeah. you, you, I tell you, who used to endorse them, seemed greatly, was the Boy Scouts. We used to, you see, they were, they were headquartered here in Dallas uh, on Harry Hines and uh, in Irvin, and they, they had national chapters. The boy, you would, they you'd see them teaching uh, Boy Scouts different things. They, it, sure. it was a good organization at first. Yeah, gun safety. Mm-hmm. And as a nonprofit, you know, they yeah. used to be in, well, they're still a nonprofit, and you don't just get automatically a nonprofit status. You have to provide some public good. Mm-hmm. You have to be doing something good for the society. Otherwise, mm-hmm. why should we give you a non you know, a tax break? And so the NRA started out doing public good with mm-hmm. gun safety, but right. they stopped. They stopped doing that 10, 15 years ago, maybe even 20 years ago. I think it's been between 20 and 25 years ago they were doing that. And uh, yeah. I remember it just so vividly. They were a great organization. We thought it was going to really be great. But somebody somewhere in there is making some money. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't ever think they're not making money now. All you know, it, it's funny you mention that because my sister gave me a brochure from the NRA that they sent out for Christmas. Uh-huh. And you can't believe they've got like Santa Claus packing, they've got the reindeers packing. And it, 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 they're obviously, you know, I used to sell advertising. And uh-huh. one, of, one of the cheapest tricks that you can do uh, in selling advertising is to scare the customer. You know, you scare the women into wearing makeup. You'll yeah. never get love unless you get weight, uh, get this kind of makeup. And they scared guys into getting, you've got to have this kind of car, you know, unless you're, you want to be respected. Yeah. And, and so, basically, you, you play on somebody's fear in order to sell them a weapon or yeah. in, that, in order to sell a product. Now, in the case of guns, they're using paranoids as their customer base. Mm-hmm. They're, they're selling guns to paranoids, and they're actively doing it. They do it every 
every time you turn around. Even right now, after this shooting, they're still stirring it up. Oh, they're going to come and take your guns. I just, just, well, see, but, but see, the, the bottom line of that is bigotry and hatred. Oh, They're yeah. scaring white folks. Let's just tell the truth. Tell it like it is. That these blacks are going to come get you. They're going to take our guns. The blacks are going to come get you. You know, see, right. this is what one of our callers was talking about uh, uh, one or two callers ago. Not many. Uh, they, they, they got people scared that uh, if... They don't get these assault weapons. Everybody needs a, a gun to hunt. Yeah, and most because I, I, I like to hunt. I love to hunt. I want a gun. But I don't need an AR-15. <laughs> because oh. if you need that to shoot something, you can't shoot. Yeah, I mean, Davy Crockett days, they knew that if you did buckshot in certain types of yeah. you know, critters... You they get one shot at him. Yeah. yeah, you're going to break a tooth, you know, if you had too much buckshot. Yeah. So, you know, the idea of shooting 40 rounds in two seconds is mm -hmm. just crazy. And so they're obviously being sold <laughs> as paranoia. And so when you start looking at the NRA being, they don't provide any public good. They're yeah. doing a convention right now. Uh, they? They're down in Houston. Yeah. And uh, uh, your, your governor... Uh, he sent in, he came in on a big screen or something like that. He was scared to go down there and show up. Well, I know. Yeah, well, they, you know, they, as, as paranoids, they can't trust each other, much less trust mm -hmm. anybody else. But they might like, start shooting at each other. You never know. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, that's the bigger picture. You know, <laughs> is the meek are going to have to inherit the earth with a bunch of different agencies. Mm -hmm. And one of the, the like, one of the agencies I think we should use against the NRA is the county clerks or the state uh, secretary of state who handles the uh, the nonprofit status. Mm -hmm. And we can just yank the nonprofit status from these phony organizations that don't provide public good and actually provide more danger uh, uh, than than even a, a pretense of public good. They're just selling guns for the, the industry and they're using paranoia as a target to well the, N, the NRA is not for the gun um, owner go out there and buy a weapon and everything it, it's not for them it's for the manufacturers of guns right yep. that, that, that's who they're really representing Yes, but I thank you. I thank you. I'm running out of time, but thank yeah. you. Uh -huh. The people inherit the earth. All right. Take care. Uh, that's a sure thing. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Uh, uh, Tony is on the line, too. Tony? Yeah. All right. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rev. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? All right, all right. I got two points I'm going to make real quick. Mm-hmm. And it's about politics. Mm -hmm. um, Jasmine Crockett won, so that's final. But like I told her, at the end of the day, the Democrat, Democrats lose the House. She has no voice. Now, the, the Republicans have been playing chess while Democrats have been playing checkers. They're, they don't have a coherent message, number one as a Democrat. There are more Democratic voters than there are Republican voters. The problem is Democrats are chasing white voters and spending money on white voters. 
that I spent any money on black boys and Hispanic boys in our community and non-profits and all the other things. Mm-hmm. Like the police officer said earlier, the young police officer said earlier, the young people, well, the thing is this, <clears throat> what is the message young people understand? One is, you know, some of them, I'm going to say, eight, not 18, but 20, 21 to 25, right? They married, got kids. Mm-hmm. Well, they say, I don't want to, I, I, why should I vote? Well, guess what? You pay child support. You got to go into a family, you got to go in front of a family court judge. Then you get mad because the lady, the female you think is the judge against you, but you never ask that same judge how she feel about man and, and, and child support. Two, there are people who are committing crimes. You got cousins and, and uncles who are going to front of justice system. These judges are voted on. But guess what? You don't hear no politicians saying that. And so what is happening is is that the message that they send it, the message that we're t- trying to get yeah. young people to vote on is 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 wonky yeah. kind of conversation. Sure. Number two well, is, is is that uh, Democrats have a weak message. Whether you like the Republicans or not, whether you like what they're doing or not, they have one message and they, they, they have they, they stay on code with their own message. Have you have you have you seen any other politicians locally talk about Bill Beto or Roy running for governor? Not one of them. Ain't none of them sponsoring them. Even Jasmine hadn't said anything that she gonna, she gonna vote for them. Cause you know what? To build, to, to build up support and build up numbers in, in the state and in the house, you need more members. They are so individualized to the point where, guess what? I ain't worried about their race. But at the end of the day, the Republicans have numbers in the state house. They, and, and really they already won a, won a race. They won the Supreme Court. So mm-hmm. it don't make no difference what uh, president or what house you have. I got a Supreme Court, so guess what? Until one of us die, I'm going to run run over y'all all day, every day, and you're going to cry and say, well, we need to do this. No, you need to get more people out to vote. And I haven't seen hardly anybody. Like Nobody's came to my door and to my door. I see Facebook ads. I see, uh, I, I see Twitter ads. But ain't nobody going to my door. And guess what? Old-fashioned politics still work. Knocking on people's doors, having a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's what, that would win race. And, 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 and guess what? You just had uh, the NRA down there in uh, Houston. Yeah, all those people protesting, right? No one said anything about voting cars, registration, to none of them people who protesting. Not one of them. And they're all white. Well. And that's opportunity for Democrats to, to get out their base. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I, 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 they they lag and drag. I I, I have to admit that. Uh, but uh, what was it uh, that uh, Miss Crockett? What did she? What what did you say she did? What did she have to do with this? Oh no no, my my my, my point was mm-hmm. uh, my point about her was she she won. Now mm-hmm. the thing is, can she, can she now get out? The, uh, other people who are Democrats can she support our support of the Democrats because like I say she, she made a promise that like she said she was listening mm-hmm. she said that she was going to listen to the people who have child support and not child support have issues with, uh, with our, de- our daycare and our children and all this other stuff right all right, I, I, oh, I'm running I've run out of time but she's not in office yet she won't be in office in January and she went exactly. in November. It, yeah. But uh, it, 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 we, we've run out of time. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you for your call. 
All right, we'll be right back. Yo, what's up? I'ma kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like this? Here we go. Well, All right, we're back. This is our last quarter. All righty. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, Imani on the uh, line one now. Imani? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Imani. Good morning, Pastor. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? I haven't heard from you guys in a while because we've been really thinking. And uh, I'm 74 years old like you. I was back there in the, in the, during the times of marching and dogs biting and all that, voting and all that. But I also realized one thing over these times. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm an honorable Vietnam veteran. I fought in combat, in Army and Navy for this country. Mm-hmm. And I love this country. And I see this country dying from hate. That's what it is, pure old hate and white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to go to the root of the problem. They want to go around the problem that with everything else. But it's all about this guy, Mr. Trump, kicked over the rock of hate. Mm-hmm. And all these haters came out. They've been hating us all the time. Mm-hmm. They had a, a. They had. We got to realize that when guns first started, if we know our history, it started after the it, at the Constitution, the Second Amendment. Black people was only three fifths of a human being. They had to have guns for killing animals and stuff to eat, and fighting the wars, the Indian wars and stuff. They had to have. They that, and then of course they had to have. Uh, uh, we had to be controlled to, to make them make them a living, make them a, make them rich and powerful and famous. And so it's all about hate. But I see something that uh, Mr. Dev Kit guns wasn't meant for killing people; they was meant for survival. Now we are using those to kill people, and it's destroying our world. Not only our, our country, but it's destroying our world. And nobody that we vote for will ever stand up and have any kahunas and say what the real deal is. It's all Francis Wilson, the only person I ever got to the root of the problem, is all about white supremacy, which is only nine-tenths well, of the population. And that's what it's all about. Imani, here's, here's the thing. Uh, guns were, were, well, they brought guns over, but guns in America were being manufactured and put together for two different reasons. One was to kill for food. The other was to kill the Indians that they made friends with, but they were then were making their minds up they were going to attack them and take their land. And it's just, just that simple. This, this, is, this is what they were for. They came up with the first Thanksgiving they ate, had a good time, then they turned around and killed those people they had just dined with. Killed them with pop. Faster. Yeah. Yeah. Some of this. Harriet Tubman proved this. Because many Negroes could have been free if they knew they were slaves. And if, and then she had pulled guns <laughs> on some of these Negroes, like, we got to do that. You'd make them to get free. Pull guns, nothing. She shot some of them. Yes, yeah, she shot some of them. You have to shoot these people. Yeah, because they were going to tell where she was going. Yeah. So what my point is, and I'm, I love this country, and I'm talking to the Caucasian people, especially the one in California. I hear you. Mm-hmm. And our, our problem is that voting is very important. But
but we got to start loving one another. Uh, this whole world, we're going to hell on a rocket ship because we are not down there in Houston and all that is not our problem. This everybody hates America. Every China's taking over. Uh, everybody hates America because America has been arrogant. And I was in Vietnam. They killed two million people over there. I'm, I'm doing a book now. They killed. Uh, what is it? Uh, they, they've narrowed that thing down to two million. Yes, sir. I've done. God If we would use the Google for, see, you don't have to go read a book anymore. No. Anything you want to know, you can almost Google it. It was two, two, uh, eight, eight, uh, eighty-two thousand. I'm eighty-two. 58,000. Dr. King was on it. And then 2 million people died in Vietnam, children and all. And they, but here's the key. 40 years of war, Afghanistan, Vietnam. Guess what? We lost our wars. And tell us why well, we let a draft dodger put anything on a dead soldier's grave on Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Why would we do some stuff like that? Yeah. Well, but this is the way uh, America is. If you're white, you're right. Well, we got to you know the rest the of that. That's all. Love. Because we love the brothers, mm-hmm. the black man didn't run. Black man didn't run to Mexico. Didn't run to Canada to escape going to war. Didn't go join the National Guard and all like that. We've had presidents that broke and ran and come back and became president of the United States. That's, well, we that's white cowards. privilege. That's white privilege. Well, we letting cowards put... Yeah. The flowers on cowards who ran to college and found and lied and everything. Oh, it's more than him. We got one in office now. All these guys got deferments. Deferments means I'm going to defer to this thing until the war's over. My family got all the power and wealth, and I'm going to become president and put flowers on dead heroes' heroes' graves mm-hmm. and send That's young men off to war. Yes, sir. I thought that I said I love this country. I'm black. I love to be black. I don't want to be any other color because black is the first people on earth. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, sir. I clear the line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do you have here? Uh, Chance uh, is on uh, line three. Chance. Yeah, Chance. All right. Good morning, Chance. This is Chance. I hear it. Thank you for taking Mr. Barnett. Mm-hmm. I want to say I've been wanting to say this for a long time. Those people who go to go to Austin from this area, they go for one reason, to build wealth, mm-hmm. become millionaires. Mm-hmm. You look at them, they do not fight for us at all. Jasmine Crockett went down to Austin, did not say a word. When those Haitians come up on that border, you did not say a word. You raise hell and you get people attention. They have not raised hell. You know why? Because all of those guys are in together in cahoots with that guy that will care. They're all friends, and they all make money on them. So don't think they're fighting for us. They're not. They fight for themselves. They fight for their family. Well, long-term work. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. Now, that includes the big guys who's been down there for 20 or 30 years. They're fighting for wealth, and they're not concerned about us. Thank you, sir. Well, she's going to Washington now. To do nothing. To build that family. And that's it. She hadn't done anything in Austin. Go back and look at her record. She did not fight against voters' rights bill. They hadn't done anything. Anything that that guy in that wheelchair brings up, he has no one to oppose him. Yeah, you tell me that. You don't want to oppose him. Yes, no. And that's all I have to say. Thank you, Reverend Barnett. All right. Thank you. Eclipse mm-hmm. the line, 972-647-1893. Oh, boy. 
Bring me a call on because you got a line full of calls there. Uh, Eddie? Okay, hold on. Yeah, bring me four on. Bring, bring them uh, four. All right. Okay, so we, so line four, we have a Red Ghost town. All right. Good morning, Red good Ghost. Morning. Yeah, good yeah. morning. How you doing, sir? Fine, how are you? I'm all right. Uh, Reverend Bernard, I'm, I'm still fighting for the uh, historic district of 10th Street. I'm trying to mend the bottom and 10th Street, uh, for is what they call 10th Street historic district together. Mm-hmm. And I invited you down uh, a while back when my mom was alive. It, and uh, you, you, didn't, you didn't quite make it. But uh, we have the, um, we, we'd like to do another invite to invite you down again. And mm-hmm. she's not here with the... Uh, who, who, who's your Who's your city councilman over there? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> um, District Four. I'm just gonna say District Four. Uh, District Four. Uh, you don't know who District Four uh, Council I, I, Woman I, I, is? Yes, yes, Arnold. Well, you, District Four. I've been talking to you for about I've been talking to you about 39 years, Reverend Boyne. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, this, my mom let my mom had a beauty shop in a house down here that what we she let me go in and, and, and what, what was your mother's name? Her name was Mrs. Elmo Lieutenant Love Walker. Okay. And, she, and we have the uh, we have the only property that's left that was built by black slaves during the time of the civil rights. And I'm going to court now to try to fight to save it. And, and the foundation and everything is perfect. It's only just some of the woodwork with the termites that, 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 that's involved with it. And I am doing that, and I have uh, I have other entities that don't see it that way. But uh, this is a, see, let me use this to, to find out that, that she was a KNON lover, and I always loved KNON. And we wanted to have our... Uh, Maybe the 25th, 24th year down here. My brother plays music and everything. But we would have, we wanted to bring you down here to commemorate this historical deal before they split 8th Street on the bottom. Uh, that's during the time of John Wiley Price used to be up here at Townview doing his thing. And that's what made a lot of things change in this area. Because 10th Street, the bottom was the very first part of the 10th Street historical district. Mm-hmm. And the other part they're giving us is where white folks used to live. That's mm-hmm. not the history of Tennessee. So we sit back and we waited to these people to see if we was in a historical district along with Thurway during that era to find out if we can build or they going to keep our property same. You can't take this out. You can't tear this out. But now they didn't revitalize it. And they putting up these new houses. Now they're coming in saying that your structure is not sound. But this man that built this house here, he put... 10 inch beams up under the house. 10 inch hmm. beams. 10 inch beams around the property. And they have not moved. Although the city, uh, Townview, have shipped their water down the hill up on our property. So if anybody that's listening to you and thinking about what people do, not only white people, this is this is the, the administrator mm-hmm. that designed this building has turned this water and you can see where the culvert's supposed to be built but the only thing they have is just the round deal zone you can come and see the waterfall it's a it's a dirt waterfall where this water come off this hill so powerful that it has rotted out only our baseline because the man that built the place has raised it up off the ground so it couldn't do no more damage 
So I'll be going to court on the 13th uh, of June to fight this problem, to save this problem, to have a KNON alumni. I, I, I've been an alumni with KNON for a long time. I had a show there. That's connecting with a twist. Now I go in and I do different things with other DJs and still liberate people to li- have people to listen to KNON. You got about 10 or 15 people right now listening to KNON to you, your show because I just met them. Yeah. Another thing, Ron Burnett, I'd like to know, who are you going to have to replace you? All the other DJs is bringing people in to take their pieces. Just, just like uh, the show that's going to come on a little bit later. Ranger Randall. Uh, 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 they, they're going to have people to come in. Who's going to replace you? Are you going to? Are we going to still have this show with somebody that's going to let us know what's going on in the community and what's happening around the world on a black man, a Negro man? A color man, face, or African American, face. All right. And help us out. I don't know. Uh, first of all, I, I don't know. I don't. Uh, do I have the power to pick who want to replace me? Yes, sir. You have. No, a, you, you, you have uh, a power. No. You have a. You have a power to do that. You have a power to do it. Just listen to the radio. These other people is bringing people in and grooming them to come to and do it. Don't lose your show. If you don't have nobody to come in and replace you, that show will leave. We will not have a voice. You need to start grooming somebody, anybody, to come in that has the right attitude and has the knowledge that you have to come in and replace you. All right. Replace you for these listening artists to, to, to continue Reverend Barnett open forum and information for the put and the people of the Metroplex and also for African-American people, black people, color, please. All right. Thank you, Thank you for your call. You. Mm-hmm. All right. I'd like to say congratulations to Cedric Vaughn, my grandson. He's finishing high school today. Graduate today, Cedric. All right. That's ah, wonderful. If y'all have some, should have had y'all to call in and get a graduate's name. Our kids are finishing school already but I want to tell everybody please people get ready to vote oh it's so important it's so important now and y'all said we always say that this is the most important election but these elections that are coming up are very very important they're very important I guess I'll take one more before I go, it's time to get out of here. Yeah, we, we have uh, Eddie uh, who's waiting for an online one. Yeah. Eddie, okay. Good morning, Eddie. Uh, great, Reverend. Thank you. How are I you? I told you about it, I'll get it to you. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to say that World War II, black men were detailed to bury the dead. Nobody's told that story. No. But thousands and thousands of graves were dug by black soldiers. A shame. A lot of black soldiers was put in those graves too. Uh, they they were put in those graves. They were there at first to cook and and do all the what they call the little menial labor. But what happened was how America got trapped into World War II was in Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. When they yes. bombed Pearl Harbor. A young man from from Waco, Texas, by the name of Dory Miller, black man, shot yes. Japanese planes down. 
when they had sunk the Arizona and they were going to sign colors, and he stopped it. So that's when they start putting the black man in everywhere. We start going to the front lines everywhere with the, Marine, uh, uh, the Army and the Marine Air Force, everybody. Pilots, we did everything. We, people don't realize how close America came to losing World War II. Coming next is Workers Beat. All righty. Miss Bonnie Mathias is here and ready to go. I got to get out of here and run. I have to go through this audience thing of getting off to school. <laughs> Y'all have a wonderful week. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Hope to see you in the morning, 930. Heavenly Judge Church, Mary Ann Barnett Sr. Y'all tune in. Service